The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We all come to this world with a purpose. Our soul-level values and honors are decided before we're born. Once we are here, it is our job to find our purpose and access the highest level of guidance that is already inside of us. Welcome to Soul Sessions with Solstice. When you decide to allow, instead of resist, your life will become so much happier. Now here are your hosts, Delana Davis and Rita McRae. Good morning. This is Delena, and I'm flying sort of solo today. Rita is actually at the Tony Robbins workshop in New Jersey. It's a couple day long, and she's going to be dialing in in a little bit. So I do want to just do a little review of some of what we've talked about in the past. And this week's topic is actually releasing the past to propel forward. So when we think about journey to happiness, an important element for us in moving forward is reconciling some of the hurts we might have had in the past that could be holding us back from our full potential today. So for some of us, old hurt can stem from fractured families or painful memories we might have had at childhood. For others, it might be a failed relationship or strained ties to people that they love most or even conflicts at work. So the way we see it here at Solstice is to live life fully, we must travel light. And by traveling light, it means reconciling the past and potentially reframing how we see the story, how we say the story. This allows us not only to experience the joy in everyday experiences, but also it helps us strengthen that intuitive connection to the divine wisdom we all crave. And that's something we talk about quite a bit here. So in this week's episode, we're going to demonstrate how the proverbial skeletons in the closet, quote unquote, are actually pillars of strength that makes us who we are today. And also, Um, It makes us better if that's how we choose to see it. So it's a perfectly timed topic given that Rita's at Tony Robbins and we'll be sharing some of the enthusiasm of what's happening there. But also we're going to have, we actually do have a special guest here today, Henry Edinger, who is a former Dow 30 executive. And we are thrilled to have him on the show because he's going to be sharing his story of how he grew up in a, some would call violent inner city And his story is infused with profound loss from an early age, yet it's so inspirational because it's become his springboard in life. And so um, we're going to bring Henry on and then hopefully coming into the second segment, Rita will join us live for a little flash in the pan, Rita being Rita. So just to quickly review what we've talked about in the past, this idea that journey to happiness is multifaceted. And in our previous shows, we covered things like understanding our dreams and how their symbolism in what we dream and it's a way for our higher self to talk to us. We talked about reading energy in places and spaces and how that can impact our journey. Also, the uh, importance of using writing and journaling as a way to tap in and understand how we feel. 
even the aches and pains we might find in our bodies from any given moment in the day is also a way for our higher self to talk to us. And then last week we talked about weight management. So today, obviously, uh, the past, it's front and center. So if you think about people that you know, let's say there's two siblings, a brother and sister or a sister and sister who grew up in the same house, yet they're polar opposites in how they think and how they characterize the past. So we all have those friends or people that we know. One sees all the positive and one sees the negative. One might be super successful and the other is mired with struggle. And you wonder, like they came from the same environment. So what is it? So today um, I'd like to introduce Henry Edinger. And I, I also want to let you know that while Rita and I have been the co-founders of Solstice, Henry's been a behind the scenes driving force in what we've been doing all along. So it, it's no day goes by that he doesn't tell us and cheerlead from the sidelines saying you got to keep going, you're changing the world. Yes, you can. So we like to think of him as our own personal Tony Robbins. So Henry, um, welcome to the show. Welcome. It's such a pleasure to be here. I've I've really been jealous of watching you guys um, do the radio show each week. You're doing such a great job. I'll try to do the best I can while Rita's down um, learning from Tony Robbins. So before we jump into Henry's story, I would love, Henry, for you to give the listeners a sense of the big transformation that you recently have had going from corporate executive to fearless entrepreneur. So tell us a little bit about where you are today. Yeah, well, I have been blessed all my life. I mean, I 29 years with a company like Travelers. And during that 29 years, I can say I was able to be me and do great things. And I really have been so lucky to be able to be with a company that lets me be me and and tries to get things done. And um, I'm I'm so grateful for travel for travelers and to all the people that I've worked with and have been my boss and put up with me for the 29 years. But I, after 29 <laughs> years, I was able to um, really come to an understanding that maybe it was time to strike out on my own and and um, started a new company. So what I love about Henry is he's a change maker. He is has this unique ability to connect a lot of information really quickly, you know, see patterns and jump quickly to the outcome. And there's a strong, innovative feel to everything he does. And for those that don't know him, he's one of the happiest people, maybe next to Rita. I think they're tied for first for biggest, most hilarious laugh. So um, from my traveler's days, Henry would be down the hall and from several doors away, you would just hear his big, full laugh. And obviously, you've heard me talk about that with Rita here at the office. And so the two of them, they're kind of a little bit the dueling banjos when it comes to laughing. So, okay, so tell us. So you launched, so you left after 29 years, you took the leap. Um, I'm curious, what was the catalyst for that? You know, um, it's interesting because the the things that Rita and Blaine have been talking about for the last several weeks around intuition, I remember as they were launching Solstice, there was this understanding that although, you know, Delana might say, Henry, you're, you're, you're really um, smart person. She, she started to then say, but you're really intuitive and you're really not nearly as smart as you think you are. Yeah, it's, right. you're, like- you're just getting guidance from above and you're getting all the answers. And so when you thought you were smart, you really weren't smart at all. <laughs> okay. So, he's a little smart. He's a little smart. So, so um, I think that that's one of the most fascinating things is that 
as you start to figure out that you've never had this thought before in your life, but it really makes sense and you articulate it in a way that everybody believes and wants to follow, that you've been given something, you've been given a gift of understanding, of knowledge. And so I've always been intuitive, I guess. I just never knew that that's what, that's what I was. So, you know, it, when it came time to really think about my future um, and leaving, tra- leaving travelers after 29 years, the universe was giving me signals around when that it was time and that it's time to really think about how I could have a different, maybe even greater impact outside of a, a large company like travelers. And so after 29 years, I decided that it's, it's time to really take that jump and um, be so grateful and truly, truly grateful for everything Travelers gave me, but then come out and see if we can make a dent in the world um, ourselves. So it's it's pretty darn exciting, and I know I have um, this intuition behind me to really make, make, make everything better. So I'm going to share an interesting story that Henry probably remembers. It was back in November, and I love how he's game for anything, anytime. So I said, hey, let's try something different, you know. Rather than do Reiki or rather than do a guided meditation, how about you get on the Reiki table and let's try to do a future progression and let's try to skip you, you know, into next year, you know, into 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21. And I want to see if we can bring you to your your higher self can move you to a, a scene that's going to be a significant moment in each year. And maybe it'll give you some perspective or peace of mind about where things are all going. So, um, of course, game for anything he did and he got on the table. And so when I said, OK, you know, he re- I actually did a little Reiki. So that relaxed him and I burned some incense. And then the next thing I'm like, OK, the year's 2017. I'd like you to go to a significant moment in that year. And immediately he, he a scene appeared in his mind. And do you remember what it was? Probably not. I wrote it all down because I thought this is good stuff. So what he saw was he was in casual clothes and he was greeting people that were coming to visit and they were going to be like, like, you know, almost like a B&B guest. And so um, he, and that's what he was doing. And so I, I was like, wow. And actually Airbnb is a part of how what he's doing on the side and hosting people and people from across the country and, uh, you know, even international people. And so I was like, wow. And then so I didn't, you know, I just wrote it down. I'm like, okay, let the scene fade, jump to the next moment. And then in 2018, he was in actually, it sounded like Chicago from what he described. So he's describing details. I'm asking more questions. And, uh, and then to 19 and 20. And either anyway, for every scene that came to be, I feel like it it gave you like a little peace of mind that t- 2017 the emphasis was no longer going to be corporate that was a distinct feel that you got and even though at the you know at the end of 16 you didn't necessarily have these plans at all kind of your future self knew and was giving you a glimpse of what was to come and i think you came off that table like with a this like knowing that not only is it all going to be okay, but it's going to be awesome. And that 2017 was not going to look like anything that prior years have looked like. I I actually think that what Delana did was give me drugs. (laughs) No, no, that's not true. It sounds trippy, right? Although I remember everything that she said, it was very foggy to me. So um, I don't know, maybe sometimes that's what it feels like. But yes, there was this sense, there was a sense of pending change. And, uh, I I knew something important was going to happen, and she helped me understand that. And uh, it, it's it's been pretty neat because actually my 2017 has been exactly what she's been describing because I've been greeting people and helping people at Solstice as well. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. So in addition to, uh, so Henry's company is called Experience Design International, where Henry gets to be the change maker and help lots of companies. But he also is sort of like the den papa here at Solstice. So he's been uh, taking great care of running the run of the business and actually running both businesses. So we're very lucky to have his leadership here in our in our environment. We've kept him hidden up until now. Now you guys know about him. (laughs) So um, I guess what what was it, what did it feel like when you took that leap? Were you scared? Were you nervous? Like what? That was a big big leap of faith for you. Yeah, I think um, people that know me know I have rose colored glasses, and I think of um, the the glass. People would always say to me, "Glass isn't half full; it's overflowing." Um, so I have I have this positive sense, but I really had it, um, an extraordinary positive sense coming out of. Um, everything that travelers had prepared me for. So it's a it's kind of inside that definition of truly being grateful. And um, so what it felt like was it was ready and it was time and it was time to take a step in action. So that's that's where we are. And I know I know um, we're we're hoping to have or we're hoping to have Rita join us in the next segment. So this is going to be pretty exciting. Well, it's so ser- serendipitous because you, I know you're a big Tony Robbins guy and you've been listening to him for a very long time. So, um, you know, you, you'll see Rita and Henry have a pretty fantastic chemistry. So in the meantime, if anybody wants to call in, uh, our number is 866-472-5788 or you're welcome to send a thought through radio at solsticesp.com. And in a moment, we'll be back and hopefully we will be joined by Miss Rita McRae live at Tony Robbins. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You 
are listening to Soul Sessions with Solstice. To reach the show, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to radio at solsticesp.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back. We have Rita live from the Tony Robbins Show. Hello, I am live from Newark, New Jersey at Tony Robbins, and what a 36 hours I have had that I'm so excited to share with all of our listeners. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, I think we only have 12 juicy minutes with you, so we're going to have you dial up the the Rita juice. Yeah, let's hear it. (laughs) Absolutely. So... Uh, as many of you, as, as you know, I'm at Tony. Uh, we arrived on Wednesday night. And so yesterday was the first full day with Tony. And full is an understatement. <laughs> we had 14 hours of ongoing, nonstop, I mean, just learning about ourselves, learning about principles, learning about language. It was awesome. Tony over, over, over delivers the entire day. Like, if you thought, like, I thought we'd have a break for dinner and we'll have bathroom breaks and, you know, get up and stretch. Absolutely not. <laughs> there is peeing no is optional. Peeing is optional. <laughs> that's, that's right, people. Okay. <laughs> that's right. You would say bathroom breaks are for the weak and pathetic. <laughs> that's right. But, you know, one of the, one of the things that my, my number one takeaways from all of that is that the relentless. Tony, Tony is relentless. Like there, there is no, there is no stopping. There is no giving up, you know, and we talked a lot all day about, uh, increasing and elevating your state and for, and, and it's just like we're talking about with, you know, um, raising your vibration and, and how con- connecting with your intuition helps you to raise that vibration and, and to sort of boost you. And that's, he calls it, he calls it elevating your state. That's what we did all day long. And it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. So there's, there's several things that I that I just want to share with people, and um, you know, just ask Henry because um, it, it just seems to all connect, and I just, of course, love that. <laughs> That's great, and, and and it finishes with something pretty amazing, right, Rita? It's like I, I thought it was just oh, a myth, but yeah. you did something oh, amazing. Yeah. Hey, hey, that's right. <laughs> Tone it down. Wait a minute. <laughs> Let's get to that part. <laughs> uh, okay, so Henry. Um, I really, I want to ask you, you know, you and um, Tony's story, you know, are very similar and from growing up um, in hard times and, you know, share, can you share with our listeners um, how, how has your upbringing in, in Syracuse, New York, how has that affected you, the Tony, I mean, the, excuse me, the Henry now? You know, you just talked about leaving this Fortune 100 company. I mean, how do you how do you leave from Syracuse, New York, in the ghetto, truly the ghetto, to wound up at a Fortune 100 to wind up, you know, where you are today? I, you know, it's really fascinating, Rita, because I think one, I've always been surrounded by angels. I think one thing, Delena said my neighborhood was violent, and you know, I guess it actually was, but I never really think about it. If someone comes from a relatively tough neighborhood, they they know what I mean by this, that if you're in that neighborhood, it's just your neighborhood, but I was always surrounded by angels and friends that that, that kept me safe in, in that tough time. Um, I think uh, one thing for the listeners to know is uh, Rita and I had a very inverse relationship growing up when I was younger 
I was really the only white kid in in the neighborhood, and just like she was the only the only black kid in the neighborhood, and so right. we both had an experience of growing up as being a little bit different. And and what does that actually look like in your environment when you're a little bit different? And you have to kind of understand it, and you have to work within it. And again, to me, it's it's been a, a huge blessing in my life to be able to understand and see things from a totally different perspective. Um, and so I, I think it's, you know, as Rita has said before, that helped shaped her and it certainly helped shape me. So where I come from, people, many people thought just because I was executive at Travelers, I probably was born with a silver spoon in my mouth. And uh, and the, 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 the truth is, is I had a father that was a bus driver and a mother that was a nurse and they worked really, really hard to put any food on the table that we could possibly have. So tough, wow. tough, 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 tough grow up, but that's, that's what it is. And that's what everybody that's listening on the radio show had to deal with as well. So that's my right. observation of the both of you is that because you grew up looking different, you know, in the environments you grew up in, it, it, it influenced you both to become adults that are not afraid to go counter trend. You're not afraid to trailblaze and pick the path that, that is a little non-conforming and a little non-traditional. And you're both not afraid to just be who you are. And, and you look at it like, you know, if you accept me, great. We're going to be simpatico. If you don't, that's okay too. Like you don't judge people that reject your counterculture-ness. And I think that's amazing because it takes courage and confidence. So you both inspire me every day coming from that. Well, you know, Delena, thank you for that. You know, but I, I have to say, in the beginning, I, I used to think I'm not going to be the token black girl for everybody that I know. Like, come on, people. You know, like I, there was this sort of animosity around it, and I, I believe that from going to church. You know, I, I was raised Catholic, and my mom was a very strict Catholic. We went every Sunday catechism and all that. That um, it helped to soften. My, my idea that I had to teach people a lesson. And, I, and now I, it's amazing to me how I actually enjoy teaching people a lesson. Right. Right. It's amazing how that once wasn't sort of a, the animosity that I carried is now a part of my strength. And yes, I still am the token black friend for many of my friends in New Hampshire, but I'm token only because it's Rita. I no longer... Um, you know, ascribe to being the token because I'm black. I ascribe because I'm Rita, and there's only one Rita in this world, you know, and so it's that focus, you know. So, Henry, uh, I want to ask you, what was your focus, you know, growing up in Syracuse, you know, because I know that Tony yesterday talked a lot about his focus and that he, he was not going to allow the fact that, you know, by 10 years old or 11 years old, he was now on his fourth father, and that he wasn't going to allow the fact that uh, you know, they had to decide when they were going to have their meals every week because they didn't have enough to have a meal three times a day, seven days a week. That, that had to be decided. But he wasn't going to focus on that. You know what I'm saying? So what was your focus that you were having there? Because I think it's important for the listeners to understand that no matter what environment you might have come from, that does not have to be your blueprint or your framework for how you're living your, your life today. Yeah, and, and it's funny, Rita, you know, part of my focus, and I never really think about the words this way, because um, I'm, I'm clearly this, this white person in, the, in, the, in this world right now, but uh-huh. I, was the token, I was the token white person in my neighborhood. So yeah. when we showed up to the basketball court, it's like, who invited the white kid and can he play? And, that, that, <laughs> and ultimately, 
basketball really was um, uh, something like a metaphor for my life, which was you go out and you play hard and you don't see color. You don't you all you see is effort and movement and and desire to take that next step. And that's that's what basketball is. You miss a shot. You take another shot because you you can't worry about missing you because you know you're going to make the next one. And so playing basketball, being in a physical environment where I was able to really focus on moving and changing all the time was was really, really important when I grew up. That was that was that was a huge focus of mine. And 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 it was part of who I was growing up and it was part of what had me being accepted by my friends in, in the neighborhood too. Again, they were all my angels and kept me safe and that's that you know that was really important. And that movement and I know Rita part of we've talked about Tony Robbins movement and is is part of of establishing huge. yourself, right? Yeah, so. huge. Exactly. Henry. So you know Henry, it's amazing. I, I just heard you um, say persistence, determination, effort, movement, desire, right? I want our listeners to, to listen to the pattern of Henry's language. Even at that young age, you have implemented and are using what Tony taught us yesterday, and um, he, this is his, what he uses and has used to get out of his environment, what, what he calls the triad. So it's that pattern of how we use our physical body. Anyone who knows Tony Robbins, you are up and moving. There was no time. I mean, we had a dance party for 14 hours. I mean, it was crazy. (laughs) I was loving my my life. (laughs) I'm pretty sure Henry and Tony were separated at birth. They just don't know it yet. (laughs) Oh, they just don't know it. There was actually triplets that happened to (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So... You know, all day long we were jumping and moving and going and doing. And why? Because it changes your state. And Henry, you literally just talked about this playing basketball. You know, that was a, such an imprint and a blueprint of your life. And and d- little did you know, it was cre- it was a part of this triad. Because as Tony explained yesterday, the words that we use create meaning. And just like we talked about in the show before when we were talking about our emotions, meaning equals emotions. What, what emotion do we have to a situation? That's what gives it its meaning. So someone can cut you off in the morning, and if you want to say, hey, no problem, please, by all means, cut in front of me. Or you want to say, bleep, 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 right? You're giving that same situation its meaning. So, so, so we get to decide at every given point what that is. So this triad has meaning in the middle. And then on the bottom is that physical, what are you doing with your physical body? As we talked about in our last show, our body was made to move. So when we're not moving, when we're living this sedentary life, our body is cranky. And that's what your bones are doing. They're creaking and they're letting you know, come on, this is not how we're meant to live. Right? So what are we focusing on? And I just, I love in that little, little example that you gave us, Henry, persistence, determination, effort, movement, and desire. And so I just throw that to our listeners. Listen to your pattern of language. What are you, it'll, it'll lead you to what you're focusing on. And, and at least from there, we can go, aha, and have some honesty. And that's where we can start to work from and move from, from this, this spectrum of where you are. Because as we talked about, you know, before, Delena, this is only on this journey to happiness. We just need to know where we are. And then we can know what direction we're going, right? 
Right. And just taking into into account the concept that wherever you are in your journey, you're never not on your path. You're always on your path. It's just a matter of are you are you putting up a little more resistance than you need to because it could go a little more smoothly. And and I would just add, you know, journey to happiness is is just the words themselves are important because everybody knows in a journey you have a misstep you have you you have sprints that feel great and just by itself using the word happiness actually can bring out a positive physical response so your words matter as rita said and your journey to happiness matters because using those words makes it better just by doing that So, Rita, we're we're about to jump to break. So, before we go, do you want to give us a quick little, what are your next couple days looking like while you're with Tony? Oh, my gosh, yes. So, I will will wrap up, you know, as Henry alluded to um, when we we got on the segment here. So, I went 14 hours uh, yesterday, hard, right, hard, just paying attention, really being vulnerable and just letting all my insides out. Hopefully, I'll... In the next three days, I'll put those insides back in, but right now they're not. <laughs> so just letting it all out. And we, we finished off the night uh, last night at 1.30 in the morning, walking over hot coals, barefoot hot coals. I took 10 steps over hot burning coal that had been burning all day long. And that is the, the state and the peak and the level that we were at yesterday after those 14 hours. And coming from all of that, and it's only day one. It's only day one. I mean, I, I just, I'm amazed that there's still three more days of this kind of level of change. And it just says to me that what I thought I was doing before, not at all. There's so much room for growth. There's so much room for expansion. I think it yeah I think it'd be great if you'd you'd uh, commit to writing a little blog for our uh, readers when you get our listeners when you get back so they can hear about it. So I absolutely will and we're going to have a class. We're we're going right. to have a Tony 2.0. <laughs> All, right. All right. You go grab that seat and have a great day. Thanks yeah. so much for calling in, have Rita. Have fun. We'll Thank be thinking you. about Thank you. you. Henry. All right, Thank we you. love you. <laughs> we'll love you be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Aliens with Gas is the program you're listening to. We are the Extraterrestrial Rock Show, airing every Saturday afternoon on the voiceamerica.com variety channel. And we're going to play the rest of the Uli John Roth interview on our overtime. And I dig that because you're doing the, the Brady Bunch thing, aren't you? I am. Because <laughs> I have a, you know, doing? a theremin app right. on my phone. So it's not, you know, a real theremin. If anybody knows the Brady Bunch, what I'm talking about. UFO! It's back! <laughs> Thank you, and keep watching the skies. That's every Saturday right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 
888-346-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Soul Sessions with Solstice. To reach the show, call in to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to radio at solstice-sp.com. Now, back to this week's show. All right, welcome back. Don't you guys just want to have Rita in your pocket all day long? <laughs> She's great. So, uh, all right. So, when before we finish the last segment, Henry, you told us a little bit about growing up in Syracuse, and you didn't identify the neighborhood as violent, but you know, because it just was what it was. But I'm interested in you sharing with the listeners a little bit more of your story with regard to your family, because from an outsider's perspective, you know, you were, you're just one of the happiest people anybody knows and you're always smiling. It doesn't matter how crazy or stressful the environment gets around you. You're always, you always see the silver lining. So give us a little perspective, a little layer deeper into the family dynamics of you growing up. Thanks. I'm reminded of a friend at work, at Travelers that used to say when things were on fire, Henry really liked it. So <laughs> maybe that's a little bit of this. So my story really quickly from my perspective is, you know, I had started, I'm five years old, I'm riding down a hill and my, I'm on the back fender of a bike. My, we have an older kid riding the bike and when my twin brothers on the front fender of a bike, we come down the hill relatively fast. We kind of crash so I fall off the bike and get up and my um, my twin brother goes into a big bush um, gets shot off the bike basically and goes into a big bush <clears throat> he comes out of the um, the bush and he has a bump on his head about three inches long straight out of his head and is crying and you know initially the kids being kids everybody laughed because oh my god look at how big that bump is on his head well um we walked him into the, the the bump came because there was a rock about a size of a church table inside the bush that no one even knew was in there um, until he hit it. Um, fast forward two minutes and my mother and father are coming running out of the house with him in their arms. And I later found out as we were driving to the hospital that um, he had been brain dead in my mom's arms. Um, so you you learn from having a twin um, pass away from something that's so simple as just being on a bicycle and falling off and landing into a pricker bush. And you say, how can anybody die from that? That, hey, that's that's tough. That's, that's something that you know you want no one to ever experience even at a young age. And so two, two years later, you know, my father, my father has a heart attack and I hear my I hear my mother talking about it when I'm seven years old and we're at the funeral home and one of the relatives asking her about it and she said, well, he just never overcame 
losing my brother. And uh, so you lose two relatives that way. So again, you know, you just, you look at that and you say, hey, you move on and you, you have to live and you, you're there for all the people that are still living. I mean, I love my mother and my sister and my other sister and, my, and I had another brother at the time. And I'll, I'll finish with this part of the story because I think it's quite poignant is my mother, <clears throat> my, my older brother uh, was, uh, had a seizure when he was one years old and they brought him to the hospital. And at the time, they misdiagnosed the seizure, and he ended up having the, the seizure for 48 hours, which basically, when you're one years old and you have a seizure for 48 hours, you're going to be deaf and blind and brain damaged, and that's what he was. And at the time, in 1966, my my mother was told, go home, and we'll take care of him. And my mother thought that was the most ridiculous thing you could ever say to her, and she brought him home and raised him. And so, we all raised him. We all raised him. You know, he was in, in, a, in a room, and... And, you know, had to be fed and had his diaper changed and, and he'd make strange noises when my friends came over and it would be embarrassing. And over time, everybody got to just, you know, love him and, and, and care for him. And um, he lived to be 20 years old, which is quite amazing. So. Um. so your mom was profoundly strong. So she, you know, at a, that was her first First child or second child? Second child. Okay, yep. so she had an she had an option, which was just leave your brother Robin. His name was right. Leave him behind at the hospital, and we'll take care of it. Right? What does that mean? But she had a nurse background, and I think she was this pillar of strength. Right? And at the time, right, she was a single mom at the time, and she said no. <laughs> like w- she did whatever it took to raise Robin and. That's amazing that um, you, all you siblings, you were just little babies yourself, right? But you rallied together. And so you did not, you certainly did not have a typical childhood. And for anybody that would know you now, to your point, people make assumptions and they think that you, you know, you must have gone to some pedigree school and, you know, all this. But the reality is you, you were a story of perseverance that your mom was. So to what extent do you feel like your mom played a role in that? ability to rise above what I, what would have really taken a lot of people under I, I think for anybody that goes through things you know you, you know I think Rita hit upon this in a, in a way I I'm I think like Tony Robbins talks I mean I think I think about what's your focus and my focus was always about the love I had around me I had two loving sisters I had my mother loving mother I had loving friends and their family I was I was the child of of so many of the parents that were in the neighborhood, they just took me in. They took me to the barbecues. They took me fishing. I was I was everybody's son and special son to many different people that just brought me in. So I, instead of looking at most people, I didn't even ever really even think about my childhood as being tough. I thought everybody kind of had that childhood in some ways. Uh, but what the way I would think about it was, how lucky am I to be loved by all these people? And so when Tony says you're focus, you you are what you you focus on he that's a that's a word he uses and and that really is it i i was a um, a product of love and that's how i felt about it even though there was so much that could be um 
you know, could be said. And, you know, I guess I think about when my my mother would just always say, we'll put one foot in front of another. Like you just, there's no choice. You wake up and you start moving and you start focusing on where you're going to go and what you're going to be. And that's what she had to do. And, um, you know, again, if you're a product of love, you're, you're going to be okay. So again, lucky. I was lucky. That's truly how I feel. That made me who I am. And it's made me, you know, able to hopefully help people. And as I go through the rest of my life. What I think is just really amazing about that story and how how you worked through it and overcame it. You play this strong. You always have the whole I've known you now for I don't know what, probably over 10 years now, you've always played this coach mentor to people. Like, even though it was not an official, you had, you know, a big team of of people that worked for you, but you always make time in your day to coach and mentor. And no matter what somebody comes to you with, it could be, well, I'm upset because my bonus was 5% less than last year. And they bring to this conversation as much emotion as somebody that might've had something super traumatic. And you never... You, you know, you, you've said to me, pain is pain, right? Like there's no, you don't look at it. I mean, it's easy. You could, you could go into that conversation and go, really? First world problem. But you never do. You always hold space for people and your, your depth of compassion for any situation, I think is truly amazing. You, it's a basic, it's a basic tenet of our journey to happiness, really the way we've been talking about it, because you you end up understanding that wherever anybody is, as you said, Delana, it's the right it's the right place. It's you are in the right place at that time. So now you hold, like, as you said, hold that space, and then you help the person figure out where they want to go to, and give them the tools. And and as Rita's learning right now, she's she's taking her own steps to 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 move forward. We're going to talk about action in the next in the next show and execution, and ultimately. Rita's taking time. Rita, if anybody knows Rita, she's fabulous right now. You'd say, what? she doesn't need to go to Tony Robbins. In her mind, she wants to always be taking steps towards positive action, towards the right thing. So she's she's spending time to go to Tony to improve herself so that she can help others. And that that is one of the fundamental things that we're trying to um, teach people whether you you think you want to lose five pounds, you think you want to smile more, whatever the thing is that you want to do, it starts with your first smile, your first step, your first time instead of looking down, you look up. It's that first action and 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 I and Delana and I are so proud of Rita because she's taking that action to continue on her journey and it's it's just so fabulous. So we're all about wanting to help people understand what are some next steps. And by the way, it's customized for everybody. No one's right. steps are the same. So it's it's a great thing about the journey to happiness is everybody's journey is different, but there are ways and blueprints. I think the nice thing, the way that Tony Robbins puts it is so great, is really simple in some ways is success leaves clues. And and so he looks for ways to model success from other people. And again, lift your head up versus down, smile, little things that you've heard forever. And, and they're absolutely a part of what you need to do. I love that. I think that's such a powerful recap. And I think, you know, the idea of personal development, some people will say, well, I, I'm too busy. I don't have time. And it's almost like they need, if they can't give themselves permission to do it for themselves, they could look at it like, well, I'm going to take this 
you know, go to this workshop or listen to the seminar or listen to this radio show because it's going to make me a better parent. It's going to make me a better boss. It's going to make me a better best friend. So um, if anybody would like to contribute to the conversation, please, we'd love to hear from you. If you have a story of perseverance you'd like to share, our number is 866-472-5788. And as usual, these shows go by so fast, we have uh, one segment left. So we'll be back in just a moment. And we'd love to hear from you if you want to call in. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Soul Sessions with Solstice. To reach the show, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to radio at solstice.com. SP.com. Now back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. And I just want you to know that this is the, the environment that Delena, Reed, and I work in. Is Delena is so happy that she was able to get me to cry last segment. So this is what I have to deal with. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. And I, he, he's saying, like, let me let me cue in uh, this, let me start the next segment. I'm like, you're the guest. Let me start. I'm like, you're the guest. I let him win. Rats. Sometimes you just have to take one for the team. So anyway. This is, uh, you know, I guess we're taking you all over the place emotionally today with the show. But I think a, a great way to kind of wrap up this, taking a look at the past and choosing a, a slightly different filter or lens. So there's this famous German-born psychiatrist and psychotherapist uh, named Fritz Perls. He, he was born in the late 1800s and, and uh, was alive until the 1970. But he actually talks about how we all have these perceptual filters of how we see the world. So there is no, like, like reality is in the eye of the beholder. And so the lenses that we have can be colored by our the way we were brought up, the way that our parents talk to us and describe things, the way our teachers might have influenced us. And so we have years and years of programming to make us acknowledge something in a good way or a bad way. But I think... 
part of what we're here to, to teach people is that you are, you do have the ability to shift those perceptual filters if you want to. So obviously in Henry's situation, you know, you can't look back at that and, and say, well, that wasn't painful at all because certainly there was um, some pain there. Uh, however, um, however, you are able to say, what what did that situation teach me? So in Henry's situation, right, how did that influence his uh, flavor of mentorship and coaching? How has it influenced him to be this amazing leader, trailblazer, pioneer in business? And obviously doing a, a business like Solstice in New England, which is a little bit more conservative than other parts of the country, you know, that's a little bit of an uphill battle. But I think the three of us have locked arms and we're like, we're bringing it, Right. In some ways, I've always looked at it like it, even at Travelers, um, again, I had great bosses and they did allowed me to do so many awesome things. But one point, someone asked me when I was doing a class with uh, new new hires and they said, are you ever afraid to lose your job? And I said, if you knew what happened in my life, losing my job would be the smallest thing ever possible. So I don't think about it that way because I don't, so I don't live in any fear of it because of what I've been through. So some ways that's been a big aid to me and I don't really normally think about it that way. When my mom was still alive, I, I was a little more anxious of a personality. So I'd be like, mom, what about this? Blah, blah, blah. And she'd say, Delena, what's the absolute worst thing that could happen? And I'm like, well, this could happen. And she's like, and if that happened, could you, could you overcome that? I'm like, yeah, I guess so. So one thing we tend to say to each other here, the three of us, you know, as we're working through the ups and downs of entrepreneurship is it never not works out. It, it somehow always works out. And if you listen to prior shows, you know Rita. Rita's story, you know, being adopted, and she had she had some things she had to rise above and overcome. And you know, with me, I don't I don't often talk about my my past, but my mom, you know, she passed when I was young, as you might know from a prior show. But when I was very young, I was brought up visiting her in a mental institution because she had such an extreme chemical imbalance and wouldn't follow any sort of doctor protocol when it came to, you know, trying to treat her with, with medicine. And back then, you know, this was in the late, or I guess late seventies, they just didn't know modern medicine is not, was not where it is now when it came to psychiatric healthcare. So just like with Henry and just like with Rita, I never looked at it like it just was right. I knew I was grown, brought up in a home that was full of love. I had an amazing grandmother, my dad, you know, hippie Bob Dylan song playing dad that he was like, it just was a home full of love and mom not around just was part of how it went. And so that I look at it like for me, it I have this pro- profound compassion for people. And um, this is probably what I, you know, without the three of us even knowing what drew us together is that on the front, we look like, you know, shiny, happy, but we've also worked through things. And we both, oh, we, all of us actually spend a lot of time on the personal development side. And for different people, it's different things. You know what I, you know what I love about what Rita said? It reminds me of something she was talking about Tony being um, relentless. And the, the, he has another phrase he uses, which is the world's made up of unreasonable people. And in some ways, what he was, what he said in various tapes that I've listened to is be unreasonable. 
try to understand. And his example of being unreasonable was Nelson Mandela being locked up for more than 25 years and not coming out and saying, I want to kill everyone, but saying, we have to we have to have peace. The best thing for everyone is peace. That's unreasonable. That's unreasonable leadership. Expect unreasonable. Do do the unreasonable. You can be more and do more. And so you hear about a story like that and you say, geez, do I, you know, my problems are significant, but clearly overcomable. It's not like being in jail for 25 years or something you didn't do. And so this idea of being unreasonable, I think, is really powerful because it can drive you. All of these things can drive you. And so some of the things that we're Rita and Delana are thinking about for next week and, and, and in future shows is really moving towards how do we take that step? So if we're all on a journey to happiness, how do we get initiated, get started? We have tools here. Let's get this thing going. Whatever the step is, is going to be different for everybody. One of our practitioners really believes in moving to this, this idea of change the friend group that you're in or the environment. If you, if, if you have people that aren't lifting you, then they're maybe bringing you down. Move, move your, your friends if you even have to. I think that's a fascinating thought. There's a lot you can do with it. So, so again, taking steps, taking action. That's what we're going to really be thinking about. Do you see what a rule breaker this guy is? <laughs> he, I think he, he's decided he's our tri host and not our guest. <laughs> That's okay. So, you know, one thing I guess I'd like to leave you all with is you might be thinking, so how do I apply this to my life? Like, that's all interesting information and it's tough. And if you start unpacking stuff from the past, I I would just say that, you know, it all starts with a first step and it doesn't have to be anything dramatic. It could be something simple like meditating for two minutes in the morning. One, a mentor that I go to for spiritual development, she gave me a two-minute Kabbalah meditation and she said, every morning when you wake up, you take two minutes before you speak to anyone, before you do anything. And I've been doing it because who doesn't have two minutes, right, all week? I have another friend uh, named Jeff who has this mantra, every day physically he wants to do more than zero. So physically, right, just more than zero could mean 10-minute walk around the neighborhood or it could mean take parking in the farthest possible spot in the parking lot at the grocery store to get in more steps. It could be as simple as saying today, I'm going to drink more water. So yesterday when I woke up, I did my two minute meditation and I journaled in detail. One of my epic dreams. It was awesome. And then I wrote like, what does the dream mean to me? But then I said, what are my goals for today? So yesterday my goal was my, my three part goal was drink a hundred ounces of water. So then I had to Google how many ounces in a gallon, right? Then it was do at least one hour of physical exercise and eat three nutritious meals. And now that seems like, like, how's that hard? Well, when you're in crazy entrepreneur work mode, that, that takes, you have to decide to do that. So um, it could even be, if you have a weight loss goal, it could be today, I'm going to, I'm going to take two bites less in every meal and leave food on my table. Or it could be when I'm in the Starbucks line, I'm going to pay for the, the, uh, coffee for the person behind me. I, I love that gratefulness. And I have to tell you, the last time I paid for someone behind me, they were so excited. And I literally turned to the person and said, honest to goodness, I didn't do it for you. I did it for me. I just like feeling that feeling. <laughs> so even if you do it for the wrong reasons, I told Rita and she's like, no one thinks like that. I said, I really did do it for me. I did. I, I, <laughs> Inside voice. <laughs> 
that person was probably like, I don't know whether to thank you or, or I'll throw my hot coffee yeah. at you. So anyway, this is such a fascinating topic. And when we were kicking around, so what do we want to tee up for next week's conversation? Well, firstly, we absolutely want to hear your story. So if you have some first steps that you've taken to that you feel like have moved you along on your journey to happiness, we want to hear about them. We'll share them on the on this this radio. Um, we can receive an email from you at radio at solstice SP, or you can go to our website. Dot com. Oh, yes, solstice. <laughs> thank you. Uh, or you can go to our website, uh, solsticestrategypartners.com and email us there. Um, we have an app. If you haven't downloaded it, it's free. So go to the app store, Solstice Strategy. Um, and of course, if you want to call in, you certainly can. So this, so next week's theme is going to be all around execution. So we're going to take everything we've talked about and really focus on the go forward. And we're going to hear more about walking on fire. That sounds so cool. And I cannot believe it. And I want to see her burnt feet and laugh at her. <laughs> oh, I swear terrible. I'm going to laugh at her burnt feet. I will see them. But she I'm said they're not burned and I oh. don't even understand it. So we got to hear more about this. So tune in so we can hear yeah. about the burnt feet. We know that Rita has superpowers. So <laughs> anyway, thank you. Thank you. We're so grateful for your support and listenership. You guys are amazing. You inspire us every day to keep going. So have a great rest of have your day. Have a great day, week. And we'll catch your you next week. journey to happiness. We'll try to keep Henry quiet. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning into Soul Sessions with Solstice. Please join Delana Davis and Rita McRae next Friday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, have a great weekend and just as good a week.